Welcome to the Enlightenment Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. One of the most important tools that can help us enter the world of enlightenment is questioning. Deep, deep questioning. Questioning everything. If Albert Einstein hadn't questioned the laws of gravity, he never would have discovered the special and general theory of relativity which basically describe that gravity isn't what Newton described it as, as an apple falls to the ground, but instead as a curvature of space-time. Questioning. Questioning is key to enlightenment. But instead of questioning gravity or physics, we're going to question everything. Particularly, we need to question ourselves. And the most important question to ask ourselves is, Who are we? Who are we? And who we are has to be permanent. It can't be something that changes. Because if it was something that changed, then who we are during our dreams would be our reality. But then we wake up to that. We wake up to our dreams. So that can't be our reality because it changes. Our dreams change. Who we are when we dream can be very different. Our personality can be different. Our character can be different. When we wake up from our dream, we may be a single mom who's very shy and reserved. But in our dreams, we may be a wild party girl going dancing and acting very differently than we do when we're awake. But during the dream, it can feel very real, very much who we are at that time. But when we wake up, we realize, oh, that wasn't me at least who I am right now, do we act the exact same way we do now as we did when we were in elementary school, junior high, high school, university, our first job? Are we the same or have we changed over the years? If we recollect on our teenage years, I bet we'll find we're a very different person today than we were then, unless we're a teenager listening to this podcast right now. Even our emotions may seem very different. For example, during the teenage years, our emotions may be very intense. We may have deep passions for someone we love, excitement, depressions. Often our emotions are more magnified. And now that we're adult and older, if we are, they can seem more subdued, more quiet, not as intense. If you've had the chance to watch the play Romeo and Juliet by William Shakespeare, you'll realize how well he depicts human emotion at the teenage years. It can be very intense. Yet, even though it's still intense as we get older, it takes on a different flavor. Rarely, and I mean rarely, do middle-aged people when they get divorced commit suicide. Yet, younger people, when they are in love, can be very passionate and attempt suicide as a response to those deep passions. So if we really begin to deeply investigate ourselves, who are we, and do it honestly, we'll see that we do change. Like our dreams, throughout our lives, we take on different forms, different personalities. We even look differently as we age. The only thing that really stays the same throughout our life is being aware. Being. We are. Once you throw a label on, like fear, desire, whatever label you want, passions, anger, sadness, bliss, 
any of those emotions are impermanent. They change. The only thing that stays the same is the awareness of the emotions. When we're a teenager and we're deeply in love, we can recollect on being aware of being deeply in love. And if we're depressed and sad today, we are aware that we're sad and depressed. But beingness, awareness, precedes these feelings. Unless we are aware, we can't even know that they exist. And if we keep questioning, asking the really hard questions, like, could the universe exist if I wasn't aware of it? The only answer we can truly give is, no. There's no way I can prove that the universe exists unless I'm aware of it. The universe that we are aware of can only be because we are aware of it. If we aren't, there's no way of knowing that the universe exists. So what these very deep questions do is they help us to stop identifying with all the different labels that we give to ourselves and the world around us. It's much like lucid dreaming. If you've ever heard that term, what it means is when you're dreaming, you're aware that you're dreaming. You continue to dream, but you're aware that you're dreaming. You don't identify with the character in the dreams anymore. You realize, oh, this is just a dream. If we do the same thing with our lives, oh, this is just a dream, what we get is we get very silent. We get still and we don't engage with the world. We witness our thoughts, our feelings, but we don't identify with them. And so they come and go much more quickly. And we're far more in the now, in the present moment, spontaneous living, because we stop labeling everything, ourselves and everyone around us. And what happens is something beautiful. When we take on non-duality, when we take on all there is, is. And that's it. Everything else comes from that isness. Then we get still. We get quiet. We enter a peace that truly passes all understanding. But that seeking for that peace, for that happiness, keeps us from getting there. When we just be, when we're just still, we are. And in that beingness, all is well. Silence is so beautiful. Emptiness is so full. We stop creating dualities, good and bad, and things just are. We witness them, we experience them, but we don't label them. We don't identify with them. They just are. Like a dream, we watch them, but we don't identify with them. And that non-identification causes a freeness to arise in us. We always are free because we are all that is. But when we identify with our small little dream character, whoever we are, Robert, Jim, Mary, Jane, then we suffer because we've limited ourselves to that small individual person. When we wake up, wake up to the fact that we are We've always been, we always will be, and everything is because, because we are. Then our experience of the world gets very simple. Because we lose the I am this, I am that, we just are. And life gets simple 
life gets silent and we flow with life. It's a very peaceful, it's a very non-conflictual existence because we stop trying to change things. We don't fight things as much and we just flow with life. We don't necessarily have to push away all pain or actively seek all desires. We just flow with life, realizing that duality causes suffering. When we're still, when we're silent, all is well. And we've discovered who we are. We are. It's that simple. We are. We've always been, will always be, this is just an extended dream. Someday we'll wake up to who we are, and we can even wake up now. Let's call it lucid living, and we can live with the awareness of who we are. At first it can seem frightening to let go of all our identities, all our loves, all our passions, all our fears, but when we let them go, we're free. We've always been free, but we've forgotten. When we wake up, when we wake up to who we are, simply that we are, and we have always been, and all that ever will be, ever shall be, we are that. Then, the freeness that we are settles. And by giving up our identity with this very small I am this and identifying with everything I am, then we're free. We've always been free. We just need to wake up to I am. I am. Thank you for joining me this week on the Enlightenment Podcast. I'll be on vacation to Yellowstone for the next two weeks. So if you don't hear from me, no worries. I'll be back in a couple weeks. In the interim, if you'd like to learn more about the world of Enlightenment, please go to www.enlightenmentpodcast.com. That's enlightenmentpodcast.com. And if you'd like to contact me directly, my email address is drpuff at enlightenmentpodcast.com. Until next week, just be.